You know how there's a lot of Cinderella movies? Well, there's also a lot of Cinderella stories. Welcome back to another episode of Story Glory, where today we are going to be talking about Hansel. No, I'm joking. I haven't had that many followers yet. (laughs) I'm going to be talking about Cinderella. But not just any ordinary Cinderella. I'm going to be talking about the Grim Tale version. So if you've ever watched Cinderella, which I'm hoping you have, you know that she lives with her stepmom and stepsisters and they are total and complete a-holes. They make her do chores and make her wear rags and never let her do anything. And she gets invited to a ball, but she can't go and blah, blah, blah. Well, this story I'm going to be talking about takes a weird turn it's okay because we like weird right yes cinderella by jacob and wilhelm Grimm. a rich man's wife became sick and when she felt that her end was drawing near she called her only daughter to her bedside and said dear child remain poised and good and then our dear god will always protect you and i will look down on you from heaven and be near you With this, she closed her eyes and died. The girl went to her mother's grave every day and wept, and she remained poised and good. When winter came, the snow spread a white cloth over her grave, and when the spring sun had removed it again, the man took himself another wife. This wife brought two daughters into the house with her. They were beautiful with fair faces, but evil and dark hearts. Time soon grew very bad for the poor stepchild. Why should that stupid goose have to sit with us in the parlor? They said, if she wants to eat bread, then she will have to earn it. Out with this kitchen maid. They took her beautiful clothes away from her, dressed her in old gray smocks, and gave her wooden shoes. Just look at the proud princess. How decked out is she? They shouted and laughed as they led her into the kitchen. There she had to work hard from morning until evening, get up before daybreak, carry water, make the fires, cook, and wash. Besides this, the sisters did everything imaginable to hurt her. They made fun of her, scattered peas and lentils into the ashes for her so that she had to sit and pick them out again. In the evening, she had to work herself wary. There was no bed for her. Instead, she had to sleep in the hearth of the ashes. And because she always looked dusty and dirty, they called her Cinderella. One day, it happened that the father was going to the fair, and he asked his two stepdaughters what he should bring back for them. Beautiful dresses, said one. Pearls and jewels, said the other. And you, Cinderella? He said, what do you want? Father, break off. For me, the first twig that brushes against your hat on your way home. So he bought beautiful dresses, pearls, and jewels for his two stepdaughters on his way home as he was riding through a green thicket. A hazel twig brushed against him and knocked off his hat. Then he broke off the twig and took it with him. Arriving home, he gave his stepdaughters the thing that they asked for and he gave Cinderella the twig from the hazel bush. Cinderella thanked him, went to her mother's grave, and planted the branch on it. She wept so much that tears fell upon it and watered it. It grew and became a beautiful tree. 
Cinderella went to this tree three times a day, and beneath she wept and prayed. A white bird came to the tree every time, and whenever she expressed a wish, the bird would throw down to her what she had asked for. Now it happened that the kingdom proclaimed the festival, that it would last three days. All the beautiful young girls in the land were invited, so that the son could select a bride for himself. When the two stepsisters heard that they would be invited, they were high in spirits. They called Cinderella, saying, Comb our hair for us, brush our shoes, fasten our buckles. We're going to the festival at the king's castle. Cinderella obeyed but wept because she too would have liked to go to the dance with them. She begged her stepmother to allow her to go. You, Cinderella, she said, you all covered with the dust and dirt and you want to go to the festival? You have neither clothes nor shoes and yet you want to dance? However, because Cinderella kept asking, the stepmother finally said, I have scattered a bowl of lentils into the ashes for you. If you can pick them out again in two hours, then you may go with us. The girl went to the back door into the garden and called out, You tame pigeons, you turtle doves, and all you birds beneath the sky, come help me to gather. The good ones go into the pot, the bad ones go into your crop. Two white pigeons came into the kitchen window, the turtle doves, and finally all the birds beneath the sky came whirring and swarming in, all lit around the ashes. The pigeons nodded their head and began to pick, 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 and the others also began to pick, 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 pick. They gathered all the good grains into the bowl. Hardly one hour had passed before they were finished, and they all flew out again. The girl took the bowl to her stepmother and was happy, thinking that now she would be able to be allowed to go to the festival with them. But the stepmother said, No, Cinderella, you have no clothes, and you don't know how to dance. Everyone will be laughing at you. Cinderella began to cry. And then the stepmother said, You may go if you are able to pick two bowls of lentils out of the ashes for me in one hour. Thinking to herself, she will never be able to do that. The girl went back into the garden and called out, You tame pigeons, you turtle doves, and all you birds beneath the sky, come help me gather. The good ones go into the pot, the bad ones go into your crop. Two white pigeons came into the sky. Now that no one else was home, Cinderella went to her mother's grave beneath the hazel tree and cried out, Shiver and quiver, little tree, throw gold and silver down to me. Then the birds threw gold and silver dress down to her and slippers embroidered with silk and silver. She quickly put the dress and went to the festival. Her stepsisters and stepmothers did not recognize her. They thought she must have been from a foreign princess, for she looked beautiful in a golden dress. They never once thought it was Cinderella, for they thought she was sitting at home in the dirt, looking for lentils in the ashes. The prince approached her, took her by the hand, and danced with her. 
Furthermore, he danced with no one else. He never let go of her hand, and whenever anyone else would come and ask her to dance, he would say, she's my dance partner. She danced until evening, and then she wanted to go home. But the prince said, I will go along and escort you, for he wanted to see whom this beautiful girl belonged to. However, she eluded him and jumped into a pigeon cope. The prince waited until her father came, and then he told him that the unknown girl had jumped into the pigeon coop. The old man thought, could it be Cinderella? He had them bring him an axe and a pick so that he could break the pigeon coop apart, but no one was inside. When they got home, Cinderella was laying in the ashes, dressed in her dirty clothes, a dim little oil lamp was burning in the fireplace. Cinderella had quickly jumped down from the back of the pigeon coop and ran into the hazel tree. There, she had taken off her beautiful clothes and laid them on the grave, and the bird had taken them away again. Then, she dressed in her gray smocks. She had returned to the ashes in the kitchen. The next day, when the festival began, her parents and her stepsisters had gone again. Cinderella went to the hazel tree and said, Shiver and quiver, little tree, throw gold and silver down to me. Then the birds threw down an even more magnificent dress than the preceding day. When Cinderella appeared at the festival in this dress, everyone was astonished by her beauty. The prince had waited until she came then immediately took her by the hand and danced only with her. When others came and asked her to dance with them, he said, She is my dance partner. When evening came, she wanted to leave, and the prince followed her, wanting to see which house she went. But she ran away from him and into the garden behind the house. A beautiful tall tree stood there, on which hung the most magnificent pears. She climbed as nimbly as a squirrel into the branches, and the prince did not know where she had gone. He waited until her father came and then said to him, The unknown girl was eluded me, and I believe that she had climbed up the pear tree. The father thought, Could it be Cinderella? He had an axe brought to him and cut the tree but no one was in it. They went into the kitchen. Cinderella was laying there in the ashes as usual. She had jumped down from the other side of the tree and had taken the beautiful dress back to the birds in the hazel tree and put on her gray smocks. On the third day, when her parents and sisters had gone away, Cinderella went again to her mother's grave and said to the tree, Shake and quiver, little tree, throw gold and silver down to me. This time, the bird threw down to her a dress that was more splendid and magnificent than she had yet had. The slippers were pure gold when she arrived at the festival This in this dress. Everyone was so astonished that they did not know what to say. The prince danced only with her, and whenever anyone else would ask her to dance, he would say, She is my dance partner. When evening came, Cinderella wanted to leave, and the prince tried to escort her, but she ran away from him, 
so quickly that he could not follow her. The prince, however, had set up a trap. He had the entire stairway smeared with pitch. When she ran down the stairs, her left slipper stuck in the pitch. The prince picked it up. It was small and dainty and pure gold. The next morning, he went to, with it to the man and said to him, No one shall be my wife except for those who foot fits the golden shoe. The two sisters were happy to hear this, for they had pretty feet. When the mother, standing by the older one, took the shoe to the bedroom to try it on, she could not get her big toe in, for the shoe was too small for her. When the mother gave her a knife and said, Cut off your toe. When you are queen, you will no longer have to go on foot. The girl cut off her toe, forced her foot into the shoe, swallowed the pain, and went out to the prince. He took her on the horse as his bride and rode away with her. However, they had to ride past the grave, and there on the hazel tree sat two pigeons crying out, Rook-dee-doo, rook-dee-goo, the blood is on the shoe, the shoe is too tight, the bride is not right. Then he looked at her foot and saw how the blood was running from it. He turned his horse around and took the false bride home again, saying that she was not the right one and that the other sister should try on the shoe. She went into her bedroom and the, she got her toes into the shoe, all right but her heel was too large. Their mother gave her a knife and said, Cut a piece of your heel. When you are queen, you will no longer have to go on foot. The girl cut a piece of her heel, forced her foot into the shoe, swallowed the pain, and went out to the prince. He took her on his horse as his bride and rode away with her. When they passed the hazel tree, the two pigeons were sitting on it, and they cried out, Rook-dee-doo, rook-dee-goo, there's blood on the shoe. The shoe is too tight. The bride is not right. He looked down to her foot and saw the blood was running out of her shoe and how it had stained her white stocking all red. Then he turned his horse around and took the false bride home again. This is not the right one either, he said. Don't you have another daughter? No, said the man. There is only a deformed little Cinderella from my first wife, but she cannot possibly be that bride. The prince told him to send her to him. Then the mother answered, Oh no, she's too dirty. She cannot be seen. But the prince insisted on it, and they had to call Cinderella. She first washed her hands and cleaned her face and went and bowed down before the prince, who gave her the golden shoe. She sat down on a stool, pulled her foot out of the heavy wooden shoe, and put it into the slipper, and it fitted perfectly. When she stood up, the prince looked at her face, and he recognized a beautiful girl he had danced with. He cried out, "'She is my true bride!' The stepmother and the two stepsisters were horrified and turned pale with anger. The prince, however, took Cinderella onto his horse and rode away. As they passed the hazel trees, the two white pigeons cried out, Rook-dee-goo, rook-dee-goo, there's no blood in the shoe. 
the shoe is not too tight, this bride is right. After they cried this out, they both flew down and lit on Cinderella's shoulder, one of the right and the other on the left, and remained sitting there. When the wedding with the prince was held, the two false sisters came wanting to gain favor with Cinderella and to share her good fortune. When the bride the couple walked into the church, the older sister walked on the right and the younger on the left. And the pigeons pecked one of their eyes out from each of them. Afterwards, as they came out of the church, the older sister was on the left and the younger one was on the right side. And the pigeons pecked out their other eye from each of them. And thus, for their wickedness and falsehood, they were punished with blindness as long as they lived. What did you guys think of that story? If you liked it, please make sure to subscribe. And don't forget, stay hydrated.